Yan, magandang magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Good morning po. Good morning po. Ayan. May we request everyone to please rise up as we start our worship for today. Let us pray. Lord, we humbly bow down before you today, Lord Jesus. In appreciation for all that you have done in our lives, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all the things, Lord God, na binibigay niyo po sa amin, Lord God. Thank you for all the love, for all the mercies, Lord God, for all the joy, Lord God, na binibigay niyo sa amin, and even the blessings, Lord God. Lord, we want to ask for your forgiveness for our sins. Lord, we want to take this moment to say thank you for everything you have given to us, to Jesus. Lord, we thank you for walking with us through the seasons, Lord God, of our lives. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We praise and worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sabihin naman natin sa katabi natin, I'm glad that you're here today. <laughs> so pa nga, I'm glad that you're here today. Ready na ba kayo mag-worship? Hindi lang siya worship na worship lang. But this is a worship that you will give unto God. Tama? So let us worship our God. It says in Psalm 118 verse 24, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ulitin po natin. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Let us praise the Lord.
continue to worship you Lord Jesus we will continue Lord Jesus to bow down before your throne Lord God Lord it is only by your grace Lord God and your love Lord God kaya hanggang ngayon Lord Jesus we are still here Thank you, Lord God, for your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your unending love, Lord God, na binibigyan mo sa amin. And it says in Romans 8.39, Neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Before I spoke word, you would be singing over me. You have been so, so
continue, Lord Jesus, to worship, Lord God, and honor you, Lord God, because you truly deserve it, Lord God. Lord, wala kami ibang sasambitin, Lord God, kundi thank you, Lord God. Salamat, Lord Jesus, sa lahat ng ginagawa niyo po sa amin. Lord, without you, Lord Jesus, we are nothing, Lord God. And thank you, Lord Jesus, sa love, Lord God, na binibigay niya sa amin, Lord God. Araw-araw, Lord God, you truly are so good to us, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are overwhelmed with your goodness and your love for us, Lord Jesus. Salamat, Lord God, that we can rely to your power and strength, Lord God. And salamat, Lord Jesus, for all that you are. Lord, we worship you, Lord Jesus. We adore you, Lord God, for all you are, Lord Jesus. Lord, buksan mo ang aming mga puso't isipan, Lord Jesus. As we listen, Lord Jesus, to your word for today, Lord God. Ikaw ang maging sentro at mamuno, Lord Jesus, sa aming mga buhay, Lord God. Lord, salamat, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything, Lord God. Salamat sa pagmamahal na binibigay niyo po sa amin. And thank you, Lord God, for not leaving us, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord God. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for you deserve all the glory, honor, and praise. This we ask in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody will say, Amen and Amen. Palakpakan naman po natin si Lord. Mas malakas pa dyan because He deserves more than that. Hallelujah. So pakisabi naman po sa katabi natin, I'm happy and blessed that you are here today. Ayan, makakaupo muna po tayo lahat. Okay, good morning. Napansin nyo yung kanta natin kanina, di ba? Sabi niya doon, 
When I was still your foe, your love fought for me. Diba, napakagandang statement, napakagandang realization na kahit na nung malayo pa lang tayo sa Diyos, nung tinuturing pa niya tayong kaaway dahil sa ating mga kasalanan, yet yung pagmamahal niya, yun pa rin yung nakipaglaban para sa atin. Yun pa rin yung naging dahilan para ibigay niya si Jesus bilang ating Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Diba? Since we are in the first Sunday, hindi man natin may celebrate yung ating uh, corporate communion for today. But we would like to encourage you na gawin natin ito sa ating mga bahay-bahay. As you, may, as you have your devotion, as you meditate or pray together with your family, um, gawin natin yung Lord's Supper sa ating mga tahanan. You can find the passage sa uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. Okay tayo doon? Okay, so can you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this morning, Panginoon. We thank you, Father God, for the celebration, Panginoon, of how great your love for us, Panginoon. Truly, Panginoon, na hindi ito nagbabago, Father God, at hindi ito nagwawakas. Panginoon, sa umagang ito, sa aming pag-aaral ng inyong mga salita, darahin po namin, Panginoon, nabuksan niyo ang aming mga puso at isipan nang sa ganun makita namin, Lord God, ang kagandahan at kadakilan ng inyong mga salita, Father God, na siya namin ipapamuhay sa araw-araw, Panginoon. Father, this morning, Lord, it is, it is our prayer, Father God, na mangusap ka po, Lord God, sa bawat isa. Mangusap ka po, Panginoon, sa aming mga puso, sa aming mga isipan, Father God. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Amen. So, we are in the first Sunday of the month, of March, di ba? Usually, yung mga itong Sunday is excited tayo. Alam niyo kung bakit? Kasi ito yung Sunday na kalakasan ng sale. Anong sale? Ito kasi yung last Sunday ng Session Road in Bloom. Di ba? <laughs> sana. Sana. Di ba? Yung tipong kapag katapos natin dito sa services, mag-uunahan tayo doon sa session kasi hinahawal natin yung mga sale, di ba? Something na we want to pursue every end ng ating panagbinga celebration. Di ba? Minsan yun din, doon din tayo minsan nagbababad tuwing, um, tuwing Uh, month ay week celebration, week-long celebration ng ating session root in bloom. And sometimes we want to pursue things na doon lang natin mahahanap tuwing celebration ng session root in bloom like yung Mindanao fruits. Di ba? Minsan or madalas every uh, week-long celebration lang din siya ng session root, session root, session road in bloom. So, Since uh, we are in the first Sunday of the month, we would like to start our new series entitled Running. Chende. Pursue. Diba? Sa araw-araw natin or sa ating mga buhay, ano ba yung madalas nating pursue? Or ano ba yung ano ba yung pinupursue natin? Saan ba napupunta yung attention natin sa mga bagay-bagay na to? Diba, in our life, we want to pursue good career. Maganda? Maganda naman. We want to pursue a good image or reputation sa ating mga trabaho. Diba? Tama naman. We want to pursue a successful successful business or successful career pagdating sa ating mga pinagtatrabahuan. We want to pursue a good relationship diba, with your partner. Yung iba sa atin, nagpaplano ng mag-asawa. <clears throat> Nagpaplano pa lang naman, di ba? 
We, want to, we, want, we always want to pursue those things. Pero as a believer, ano nga ba yung um, suggestion sa atin ni Lord na dapat nating i-pursue? Di ba kasi, nandito naman tayo sa earth. Wala naman tayo sa Mars. Wala nandito tayo sa earth. Bilang mga nila lang, di ba? So, in general, in general, hindi tayo naiiba pagdating sa ibang tao. Ang kaibahan lang natin sa kanila, meron tayong relasyon sa Diyos. Merong relasyon ang Diyos sa atin. We call Him Father and He call, uh, he call. He calls us Son and chi- or children, di ba? Na kapag sinabing, ano ba yung dapat natin i-pursue? Ang suggestion ng, ng word, pursue righteousness, obedience, love, joy, peace, gentleness, patience, self-control. Sa lahat ba ng, bang, na, sa lahat ba ng nabanggit, meron ba tayo? Meron ba tayo nun? Love. Meron siguro. Lalo na yung parang pangalan mo, lovely, di ba? <laughs> Joy, peace, gentleness, patience, righteousness. Or this morning, let's try to look on how can we pursue those things na nabanggit natin kanina. Let us focus sa word na Mr. Righteousness. Hindi, hindi naman siya Mr. Right. Righteousness. Kasi, first and foremost, Jesus Christ died for us and gave us His own righteousness. Na kung titignan natin sa tagal-tagal nating bilang Kristiyano, na-question ba natin yung sarili natin, Lord, am I holy enough? Am I righteous enough? Am I holy enough to lift my hands and worship you? Am I righteous enough in your sight? Natanong ba natin yun sa ating mga sarili? Di ba minsan kasi, pag sinabi nating righteousness, ang tingin lang natin, yung mga pastor, yung mga church leader, yung mga pare, yung mga bishop. At kapag ikukumpara natin, ikukumpara natin yung sarili natin sa kanila, parang napakamakasalanan napaka natin. Di ba? Parang napakalayo natin sa kanila. Pero ano nga ba yung tinutuor pa ano nga ba natin ito ipo-pursue sa 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 ating kalagayan bilang isang ordinaryong Kristiyano, bilang isang believer. We know that righteousness can never be attained by works and good works. 'Di ba? Hindi 'yun enough. Dahil we all know that Jesus Christ paid it all. Our passage is located sa Romans chapter Chapter 3, verse 21 to 31. So if you have your Bible with you, andyan po yung mga Bible natin. Please open with me sa Romans chapter 3, verse 21 to 31. And may I ask everybody to stand up as we read the word. And before that, may I request everyone to please hold your Bible up. And let us declare together that this is my Bible. This is God's presence. This is God's power. And this is God's plan in my life. Let us read Romans chapter 3, verse 21 to 31. But now, our righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith, In Jesus Christ, to all who, be, who believe, there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, 
and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Him as sacrifice of atonement through faith in His blood. He did this to demonstrate His justice because in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. It is excluded. On what principle? On the observing of the law? No. But on the faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through the same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Does it be the reading of God's word? May we all sit now. The book of Romans from chapter 1 to chapter 3. Dito diniscuss ni Paul kung gaano kahirap matin ang righteousness. Una yon. Pangalawa, dito niya rin diniscuss na ang righteousness ay hindi natin ay binigay ay hindi natin makukuha ng basta-basta. Dito niya rin diniscuss na ang righteousness ay kaloob ng Diyos. At ang righteousness ay ay binigay ng Diyos sa pamamagitan ng kanyang anak na si Jesus. Dito niya rin binanggit na ang righteousness ay hindi natin makikita sa bawat isa. Wherein sinabi niya na no one is righteous. Not even one. And as he goes, goes on and discuss, diniscuss niya rin kung ano yung effect ng law sa, buhay ng mga, sa mga buhay ng mga mananampalataya nung panahon nila. Dito niya rin pinaliwanag na ang law it will not give you the righteousness na nire-require ng Lord. Righteousness na nire-require ni God. Rather, the law will keep you guarded. It will remind you of how sinful you are. Instead of guiding you towards righteousness, ipopoint out sa iyo ng law na, oh, nagkamali ka, nagkasala ka. Yun yung, yun yung diniscuss ni Paul when sinabi niya na, therefore, no one will be declared righteous in His sight, by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. And, kung titignan natin, Paul, Paul is speaking as a teacher during his time. Diba, we remember si Paul na one of the high-ranking uh, high, high Pharisee na hindi siya hindi lang siya basta-basta knowledgeable sa law but when it comes to observance to the law he is very strict very to the dot yung kanyang observance so if we will start with our study sa, sa Romans chapter 3 verse 21 sabi niya doon but now apart from the law the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law And the prophets testify. When he said, but now, he's making a transition. Nung sinabi niya na, sa ngayon, God may, uh, apart from the law, the righteousness of God ha, has been 
made known. Sinabi niya na, but now, apart from the law, the righteousness of, of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. He is now explaining, he is now expounding kung paano na ibahagi yung, yung righteousness ng God sa mga tao. This righteousness was given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Because during in his time, there are still those prophecies and teachers of the law na parang ang batayan nila ng righteousness is the observance of the law. And ang batayan nila ng righteousness is kung gano'n ka nga ba sumusunod. But Paul here is saying na hindi ito yung righteousness na nire-require ng Lord. Hindi ito yung righteousness na hinihingi ng Diyos. At hindi rin ito yung righteousness na nais ng Diyos na sundin natin. Nabatayan ng ating pananampalataya. But rather, the righteousness that is given by Him through Jesus Christ. And we can receive it only by faith. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between, between Jew and Gentiles. Because in their belief, tanging mga Jew lamang yung sakop ng law na to. At yung mga Gentile is apart from this law. Hindi sila covered. But Paul is saying that all is equal. Lahat pantay-pantay sa righteousness na to. Which is, ito rin naman yung heart ng Diyos kung tutuusin. Nung binigay niya si Jesus, binigay niya para sa lahat. Hindi lang para sa mga Jew. Pagkos para rin sa mga Gentile. For all have sinned and for short, for short of the glory of God. Very familiar? Diba? When someone test, uh, when someone shared to us the gospel, ito yung point, ito yung word na madalas nilang banggitin. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Nakapag, ang dating sa atin eh, parang napaka makasalanan ko naman masyado. Na parang sila lang yung ligtas, tapos ako lang yung makasalanan. Pero imagine Paul saying this. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Napaka-legit nun. Alam nyo kung bakit? Maalala nyo si Paul? Di ba, dati-dati, persecutor siya ng church? Dati-dati, siya yung gumagawa ng paraan para madistract yung mga Christian churches dati. Kumbaga, dati-dati, siya yung nagpo-persecute ng mga Kristiyano. Kaya when he said, for when he said that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory, nakita niyo yung sarili niya. Na dati-dati ako yung taong ito. Ako yung makasalanan na taong ito. Na dati-dati nakita niya na ako yung nasa sitwasyon na ako yung malayo sa Diyos. Pero na, kung titingnan natin yung realization ni Paul about God's righteousness, very deep yung kanyang pagkakaintindi. Na hindi niya, hindi niya sinasarili yung righteousness na meron sa kanya bagkos ina-acknowledge niya na yung righteousness na meron sa kanya, hindi dahil sa inoobserve niya yung law or hindi dahil sa kabisado niya yung commandment ng Diyos. Yung righteousness na nasa kanya, ina-acknowledge niya na galing ito kay Jesus. And he received that righteousness when he believed that Jesus Christ died for all and no one is exempted. And, uh, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. And all are justified freely 
by His grace. He is, he is saying na wala tayong ginawa. Wala tayong ginawa to achieve that grace. Wala tayong ginawa to achieve that justification. Wala tayong ginawa to achieve that redemption because in their time, during the Old Testament, during the law, during the time of the prophets and their law, kapag nagkasala ka, you are required to offer an animal. Depende pa kung gano'ng kalaki yung kasalanan mo. And those animal, ibibigay mo sa mga priest. And that priest will go to the temple and offer that animal in your behalf for the forgiveness of your sin. So it will require you something. Kung kumbaga, gagastasan, gagastusan mo, mag invest ka para sa iyong kapatawaran. But here, Paul, realizing how deep or how how big is that redemption na binigay ng Diyos, sabi niya, He give it freely by His grace. Are we happy about that? Natutuwa ka ba na ikaw ay tinubos ng Diyos? Diba? Kung, kung isipin mo, ano nga ba yung ginawa ko para ibigay sa akin ni Lord ito? Ano nga ba yung ginawa ko para tubusin ako ng Diyos na sa ganun kalaking halaga na binigay niya yung sarili niyang anak para sa akin? Tapos sometimes we as believer, we are living our life as if parang parang yung binigay ng Diyos is parang wala lang, parang napahagaan lang. Ang nakakatakot pa, we tend to forget. Nakapag nagkasala tayo, ang tingin natin sa sarili natin, katapusan na natin. Wala na tayong kapatawaran. To the extent na lumalayo na tayo sa church, to the extent na lumala- lumalayo na tayo sa fellowship. Pero, let us hear the reminder of Paul here. When he said that all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption of Jesus Christ. Diba? God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. Ito na yung sinasabi ko kanina. Na yung redemption na ginagawa nila dati for the forgiveness of sin, sacrificing of animal, and making the uh, blood offering, dito na dito na dito na binago ng Diyos when he when he presented his son Jesus Christ to become our atonement sa ating mga kasalanan and it requires shedding of blood yes it requires shedding of the blood and yung redemption na yun hindi na hindi na natin kailangang ulitin hindi na natin kailangan gawin, hindi na natin kailangan magpalo pa ng palo sa ating mga sarili. Yung iba nga, umabot pa sila sa point na halos sila na rin yung magpa-crucify. Diba? Tapos sasabihin nilang panata. Pero sa ganung paraan, hindi ba parang sinasabi natin na kulang pa yung ginawa ng Diyos para sa atin? Parang sinasabi natin na kulang pa yung ginawa ni Jesus Christ para sa atin for us to have that Yearly panata. Yung iba nga, sasabihin nila, yung iba ang word pa nga nila. Magsimbahan naman para mabawas-bawasan naman yung kasalanan mo. Narinig natin yun, yung phrase na yun. 
Pero hindi ba natin na-realize na yung kasalanan natin is bayad na? Yung kasalanan natin ay tinubos na. That is why God is calling us to live a righteous life. Yung buhay na tama sa Kanya. Yung buhay na matuwid sa paningin Niya. God presented Jesus Christ to become our atonement. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance, He had left sins committed beforehand unpunished. God gave Jesus Christ to die on the cross, to die on the cross for our redemption. And sabi ni Paul, he did this to demonstrate his righteousness. Remember, I na-realize ba natin kung gano'ng kaseryoso si Lord pagdating sa mga kasalanan? Remember Noah's Ark? Di ba during those time, ang mga tao ay halos tumalikod na kay Yahweh. Halos tumalikod na sa Diyos. And dahil hindi na makuntin ni Lord yung kasamaan or yung kasalanan ng tao, He appointed Noah to build that ark. And, and the story goes, 40 days of rain, 40 days of flood. And He abolished man, mankind through that event. Dahil He demonstrated His righteousness. Dahil ayaw niya na merong mga taong tumatalikod sa Kanya. Hindi niya makuntin yung mga kasalanan na pinaggagawa ng tao during that time. That is how he demonstrated his righteousness. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah? Diba kung titignan natin yung, yung story ng Sodom, ng Sodom and Gomorrah, parang napakasama ng mga tao na napakasama ng mga tao those time. And he abolished the whole town by sending rain of fire. That is to demonstrate His righteousness and to show the people kung gano'n siya kaseryoso pagdating sa mga kasalanan. And when He gave us His Son, Jesus Christ, na-picture niyo ba? Napanood niyo ba yung Passion of the Christ? Na-picture niyo yung pinagdaanan ni Jesus Christ those time? Ganun kaseryoso si God pagdating sa mga kasalanan natin, na hinayaan niya si Jesus Christ na dalhin yung mga kasalanan na yun. To demonstrate His righteousness. And kung titignan natin yung realization ni Paul dito, for, because in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. Kung, kung titignan natin yung buong history ng Bible from Noah's Ark and Sodom and Gomorrah, hindi na, nagkaroon ng, hindi na nagkaroon ng matinding punishment si God para sa mga kasalanan. But take note, hindi siya natutuwa doon. Never natuwa si God sa mga kasalanan. That is why, nung hindi na kayang bayaran ng tao yung mga kasalanan, He sent His own Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us from our sin. Kung titignan natin dito, because of His forbearance, He had left those sins unpunished and let it carried by Jesus Christ. Ngayon kung iisipin natin, gano'n ba kabigat yung kasalanan ko? Gano'n ba kabigat yung mga pinagagawa ko? Let us look at, at the cross. Doon natin marirealize kung gano'n kabigat ang ating mga kasalanan. 
He did it to, he did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time. So as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires work? No. Because of the law that requires faith. As one who is redeemed, Paul here is talking. Ano, bang, ano nga bang maipagyayabang ko? Sabi niya, wala. Wala akong pwedeng ipagyabang. Dahil kung anong meron ako ngayon, kung gaano, kung gaano ako natutuwa sa relasyon ko sa Diyos ngayon, sa relasyon ko sa Diyos ngayon, hindi ko yun pwedeng ipagyabang dahil wala naman talaga akong ginawa. Ang ginawa ko lang ay naniwala. Naniwala na binigay ng Diyos si Jesus para sa akin. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is He not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God. Let us remember that there is only one God. And the way Jesus Christ look at us, ganun din yung tingin niya sa katabi mo. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Yan. Kalabitin mo, baka tulog na. <laughs> diba? The way Jesus Christ look at us, ganun din tayo tinitignan. Ng, ganun din tinitignan ng Diyos yung katabi natin. Kaya wala tayong pwedeng ipagyabang eh. Kahit nasabihin mo na ikaw ang may pinakamaraming memory verse na nalalaman. But those things are not enough for your righteousness. Sabihin na natin na ikaw yung pinakamagaling musician sa music ministry. Those things are not enough. Hindi yun sapat para, maging, para sabihin nung righteous ka. Dahil sa araw-araw, nagkakasala pa rin tayo. Sa araw-araw, we still fall short of the glory of God. At hindi natin yun naiiwasan. Hindi natin yun pwedeng baliwalaan. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that the same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this by nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Remember the words of Jesus Christ that I came not to abolish the law but to fulfill it. Very the same din sa pag, very the same din sa sinasabi ni Paul during this time. Na hindi natin i-abolish ang law. The law is there to guide us. The law is there to give us a reminder that we should obey it. The law is there to remind us na etong mga batas na to, etong mga utos na to ay binigay ng Diyos para sa atin. But the law is there not to hold us or not to put us in chain or not to condemn us. But rather, it is for us to obey. Because Jesus Christ said, I came to fulfill the law. Going back to our title kanina, Dear Mr. Right, Mr. Righteousness. Isipin natin, ano, ano nga ba yung pwede nating isulat sa liham na yon kung tayo ay susulat? Siguro pwede nating sabihin na, Dear Mr. Righteousness, paano nga ba kita maaating? Paano, ka, paano nga ba kita makakamtan? Paano nga ba kita maipapamuhay? Dear Mr. Righteousness, bakit parang hirap-hirap mong hanapin? Ako ba yung nanlalamig o ikaw? Ako ba yung hindi nagre-reply o ikaw? ba? Diba? If we are to pursue righteousness, 
Paano natin ito gagawin? Because first, first and foremost, sabi ni Paul, pursue righteousness. Dahil dito, magkakaiba tayo ng, dito, dito natin mabibigyan ng, ng pagkakaiba yung buhay natin at yung buhay ng iba. Di ba? Bilang believer, we are to pursue righteousness because first and foremost, Jesus Christ gave it to us. How then we can pursue, pursue righteousness? First, we have to recognize. Our passage sa uh, Romans kanina, verse 21 and 22, sabi niya doon, But now a righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all to all who believe. There is no difference. First, we have to recognize that this righteousness ay binigay sa atin ng Diyos. And let us remember that, let us recognize that no one is righteous, not even one. Let us remember that. Kasi pagdating sa ating, pagdating sa ating Christian walk, hindi natin maiwasan na tignan yung kasalanan ng iba eh. Tama ba? Na pwede natin sabihin na because I care for you, kaya kita nire-review. Pero minsan sumosobra eh. We tend, to, we tend to exercise our own righteousness. Na parang ang tingin natin sa sarili natin, tayo lang, tayo lang yung tama. Nagkamali lang yung isang kapatid kung makapag-condemn tayo. Parang tinalo pa natin ang Diyos, no? But let us remember that no one is righteous, not even one, even ourselves. Kaya nga sinabi ni Jesus Christ eh, na bago mo tanggalin yung muta ng katabi mo, tanggalin mo muna yung tabla na nakatakip sa mata mo. Dahil maliit na bagay na papansin natin sa ating mga kapwa-tao, pero pagdating sa ating mga sarili, dahil feeling natin napaka-righteous natin, ang galing-galing nating mag-judge. Diba? Recognize that your righteousness is a gift from God. Kaya wala tayong pwedeng ipagyabang. Wala tayong, ipa, wala tayong pwedeng ipagmalagi. How do we pursue righteousness? Recognize it. That no one is righteous and that your righteousness is a gift from God. See it. See it in yourself. Yung tipong kumbinsin mo yung sarili mo na I am saved by grace. Therefore, I am right with God. Not by works. Not by our works. Dahil wala tayong pwedeng ipagyabang. How do we pursue righteousness? First is recognize. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage. Kung titingnan na natin yung realization dito ni Paul, sa kabila ng kanyang mga natamo, sa kabila ng kanyang mga achievement, Yet, kinonsider niya yun na garbage. Kinonsider niya yun na dumi. For the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ. 
that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Let us remember that. That our righteousness comes from God through faith and not by our works. How do we pursue faith? How do we pursue righteousness? Second is, let us believe. Our passage of the scripture says, verse 27 and 28, Where then is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? On that observing the law? No, but on, the, but on that of faith. For we maintain the man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Let us believe that you are justified by faith and not by our good works and not by our attainment or achievement, not by our title. We are justified by faith. And it costs him his son for that justification, for our justification. Believe that your righteousness is fully paid by Jesus Christ. It didn't require you anything. Diba kailangan lang natin maniwala? Let us see that righteousness na available para sa atin. Ang kailangan lang natin is maniwala. Kasi minsan ang feeling natin kapag sinabing righteous man is parang napaka-blameless. Parang napakalinis. Pero behind that righteousness kung minsan is yung mga pinagtatakpan nating kasalanan. Kaya malaki yung pagkakaiba na believing that you are justified by faith kaysa, your, kaysa exercising your own righteousness. Believe and Receive it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. We all know this. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from ourself. It is the gift of God. Not by works so that no one may boast. Let us remember those that we can pursue righteousness by recognizing na binigay ito ng Diyos sa atin at wala tayong ginawa para, para makuha ito. Kailangan lang natin maniwala. Pursue righteousness by believing that you are justified and believing that you are justified by faith. Believing that you are justified by Jesus Christ sa mga ginawa niya sa cross. And lastly, we can pursue faith I we can pursue righteousness hold fast holding fast holding fast to saan holding fast to what is written in your bible diba we always declare that this is my bible this is God's presence this is God's power and this is God's plan in my life let us take let us take a look sa sinabi natin na this is God's power in my life Diba, this Bible is not meant para lang basahin natin at basahin natin everyday tapos walang pagbabago. This Bible is also meant for us to 
this, this Bible is also meant for to guide us. Para bantayan tayo. Para makita din natin yung sarili natin as we read this Bible. Di ba? This Bible is the law. This, is, this Bible is the Word of God. Pero minsan yung Bible, hindi natin napapansin, nakalikabuhan na lang. Maalala nyo yung mag, mag-asawa na anniversary kasi nila. Ngayon, in-invite nila yung pastor nila to have dinner and celebrate with them. So, pumunta yung pastor nila sa bahay. Siyempre, naghanda sila and binigay naman nila yung best for for that dinner para para ma-bless din yung pastor nila, di ba? So after after the dinner, nagpaalam na yung pastor. Siyempre, yung mag, yung asawa, yung asawang babae, siya yung magliligpit at maghuhugas. Ngayon naghuhugas siya ng pinggan. After nan, na-realize niya na two, four, six, parang kulang ng isang kubya, parang kulang ng isang kutsara. Kaya sabi niya, ang nilabas ko, tatlong kutsara, tatlong tinidor. Parang nawawala yung isang kutsara. Tapos, sinare niya ito sa asawa niya. Sabi niya, um, Han, parang, parang nawawala yung isang kutsara. Eh, tatatlo lang naman tayong kumain. Sabi niya, baka naman na misplace mo lang. Sabi Hindi kasi, ako, ako mismo yung nag-ayos. Sinigurado ko naman na walang naiwan. Hindi kaya kinuha ni pastor yung sir, yung kutsara, sabi siya. Hindi naman siguro. So, the, the days goes on, weeks pass, pass by, and hindi nila ito sinir sa pastor nila. Until nung, nung second year ulit, in-invite ulit nila yung pastor to have dinner with them. Pero bago sila mag-start kumain, sabi nila, Pastor, naalala nyo last year, in-invite namin kayo. Pero, Parang kulang yung kutsara ngayon nung naghugas ako. Kinuha nyo ba? Sabi ng babae. Sabi ng pastor, ay hindi po yung silver spoon, inipit ko dun sa Bible nyo. <laughs> diba? So parang the whole year pala hindi binuklat ng mag-asawa yung Bible nila. Para hindi nila mapansin na yung silver spoon, inipit pala ng pastor doon sa Bible nila. Di ba? Paano natin, paano natin, paano natin pinapahalagahan ang Bible natin? Paano natin tinatangkilik ang salita ng Diyos sa buhay natin? Di ba? Paano natin to, paano natin to pinapamuhay? Sometimes kasi, the Bible will teach us. Yes. The Bible will encourage us. But most often, the Bible will rebuke us. Pag sinabi ng Bible na kasalanan ito, non-negotiable yun. Hindi na natin pwedeng salungatin na, Lord naman, baka pwedeng itaan ko na lang sa 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. Diba? That if we confess our sin, is faithful and just. Pero basahin mo yung buong context. Ang sinasabi doon ni John, if you are a believer, you, are, you should be walking in the light. At hindi pwedeng magkaroon ng fellowship ang light at darkness. Ngayon, kapag sinasabi mong walking in the light ka, tapos nagkakasala ka pa rin, ay napakalaki mong liar. Yun yung pinopoint out ng 1 John chapter 1. Bago niya binanggit yung verse 9. Bible will rebuke us. Para lin sa ating kabutihan. ba? Diba? Hold fast to what it says about righteousness. 
Because sometimes the world or the teaching of Christianity right now can misdirect our perception about righteousness. Sasabihin nila sa'yo, do, do what makes you happy. Siyempre, ikaw naman, narinig mo, do what makes you happy. So, Lord, masama, masaya naman ako dito, so okay lang. Pero if God is calling us to live in, in righteousness, yung definition ng Bible ang ating basihan. Hindi yung definition ng mundo. At hindi yung definition ng ibang tao. The Bible will always be the Word of God. At hindi ito mababago. Kaya sabihin mong Old Testament and New Testament yan. Hindi yun mababago. Kung ano ang sinabi ng Diyos noon, yun din yung sinasabi niya ngayon. At kung ano yung kautusan niya noon, yun din yung kautusan niya ngayon. Hindi yan pwedeng i-revise para sa ating comfort. Diba? Hold fast to what is written in your Bible and hold fast to what it says about righteousness. Therefore, let us learn to read. Yeah. Let us learn to read. And with Psalm chapter 119, verse 10 to 11, With all my heart, I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandments. Your word I have treasured in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Sana ganun din yung meditation natin pagdating sa word. Sana ganun din natin itago yung salita ng Diyos sa ating mga puso. Diba? How then can we pursue righteousness? Because righteousness is a continuous pursuit. Sabi, niya, sabi ni Jesus Christ sa Beatitudes, Blessed are those who are, who are hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Diba? Dito na pumapasok yung araw-araw natin na kailangan yung grace ni Lord. Eh. Diba nung sinabi ni Jesus Christ na, who are hunger and thirst. Di ba hindi lang ito one time, big time na kapag kumain ka, ay busog ka na forever. It's the same din sa definition ng Lord kung paano dapat natin i-desire yung righteousness sa ating mga buhay. Dapat araw-araw na basayan yan. Araw-araw natin itong i-desire. Araw-araw natin itong hanapin. Araw-araw natin hingin yung grace ni Lord na sabihin na Lord, hindi ko to magagawa mag-isa. Hindi ko kayang mabuhay ng matuwid sa harapan mo kung ako lang. Dito na pumapasok yung pangangailangan natin ng grace na siya lang yung makakapagbigay. Na hindi natin pwedeng pagtrabahuan. May we pursue righteousness like being hunger and thirsty. Hungry and thirsty. And for that, in that way, we, we will be satisfied. For our personal reflection, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might, became, we, we might become the righteousness of God. Nakita ba natin yung picture? Paano ba natin to illustrate? Um, ay, Kuya Duel, halika dito sa harap. Sige, ikaw na... Para ikaw nang pinakamalapit. <laughs> Yun ang ikita ka sa camera. 
Sige di. O center ka na, center dito ka na lang. Di ba? Uh, we all fall short of the glory of God. <laughs> kaya nga, kaya nga yung kahit ko na lang, di ba? <laughs> we all fall short of the glory of God. And sometimes, our sin is too big. Na hindi, kung tutusin, hindi naman talaga natin kayang bayarin eh. But let us see kung ano yung sinabi ni Paul dito. God made him who had no sin to become sin for us. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Nang sa ganun maging matuwid tayo sa harapan ng Diyos. When God sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for us and carried that cross for us, yung righteousness na nakikita ng Diyos sa kanyang anak na si Jesus, tinanggal niya yun. God made him who, is, who had no sin to become sin for us. He stripped off his righteousness and gave it to us. That through Jesus Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. Ngayon, kung paano tinitignan ng Diyos yung kanyang anak na si Jesus, Nung binigay ni Jesus yung righteousness na yun sa atin, ganun din tayo tinitingnan ng Diyos. That, that is why we are made accepted in the sight of God. That is why we are made righteous in the eyes of God. Thank you, Kuya Doyle. Mamaya ko nang kukunin yan. <laughs> Pero pagdating kay Jesus Christ, hindi niya nababawin yung righteousness na yun. Di ba? How do we pursue righteousness? Recognize it. Nagaling ito sa Diyos. Believe it that we are all justified by faith. And hold fast on to it. That it is written in the book. It is written in the Bible. To guide us. And to have our basis kung paano nga ba mabuhay. Pilang matuwid. Sa harapan ng Diyos. Shall we stand? I request everyone to please close your eyes. The Bible will remind us that all have fall short the glory of God. At kasama tayo dun. We are not that perfect sa harapan ng Diyos. Dahil sa araw-araw, we still commit sin we still break the heart of God. At sa araw-araw, we still tend to turn away from God. And sometimes, we question ourselves, Lord, am I righteous enough to deserve this kind of blessing, to deserve this kind of life? But the Word, the Word of God, will always remind us na sa kabila ng ating mga pagkukulang, sa kabila ng ating mga kasalanan, hindi nang bigay ng exemption ang Diyos para ibigay sa atin yung kaligtasan na to. 
Hindi nagbigay ng exemption ng Diyos para ibigay sa atin yung pagmamahal na to. Bagkos sa mata ng Diyos, lahat tayo ay pantay-pantay. Nung binigay niya sa si Jesus, kasama ka doon. Nung namatay si Jesus sa krus, at nung umagos ang dugo niya yon, nung dugo niya na yon sa krus, kasama ka doon nung tinubos niya ang kasalanan ng mundo. Nung inalay ni Jesus ang kanyang buhay para tubusin ang sangkatauhan, kasama ka doon. Kasama tayo doon. Ano ang hinihingi ng Diyos sa atin ngayong umaga? Ang tayong hinihingi ng Diyos sa ating umaga ay tayo ay maniwala. Maniwala na binigay niya, na binigay niya si Jesus para sa iyo. Maniwala na tinubos ka ni Jesus mula sa kasalanan na to. At maniwala na maaari mong makamit ang buhay na walang hanggan sa pamamagitan lamang ng pagkakaroon ng pananampalataya kay Jesus na siyang ating tagapagligtas. Panginoon, sa umagang ito, sa kabila ng aming mga pagkukulang, sa kabila ng aming mga kasalanan, Panginoon, alam po namin na sa araw-araw nasasaktan namin ang inyong puso, Panginoon. Nasa araw-araw, marami kaming bagay-bagay na nagiging dahilan, Panginoon, para masaktan ka. Panginoon, humihingi kami ng kapatawaran. Dalangin namin, Lord God, naturuan niyo kami kung paano mabuhay ng matuwid sa inyong harapan. Naway ipaalala niyo sa amin kung bakit niyo binigay si Jesus Naway ipaalala niyo sa amin kung paano niya kami tinubos. Panginoon, dalangin namin sa araw-araw na ito yung maging dahilan namin, Lord God, para gumising. Na ito yung dahilan namin, Lord God, para mabuhay. Na ang pagiging matuwid sa inyong harapan ay pwede namin makamit kung kami ay maniniwala kay Jesus na aming Panginoon at Tagapagligtas. Father, this righteousness we believe and we recognize that it comes from you. Father, it is our prayer then, Lord God, that as we every day ask and continuously ask, Father, may you keep us and make us righteous, Father God, in your sight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, if we sin, may you give us the confidence to confess our sin, Lord God. Father, if we doubt, may you give us that courage, Lord God, to believe in you and to hold on fast to your word, Father God. Father, may we continue to pursue righteousness by faith. May we continue to pursue your gift, Father God, of righteousness to us. And that as we live in this life, Lord God, may our life be pleasing and holy in your sight, Father God. By your grace, Lord God, and by your grace alone, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yo, so, gaya ng... Uh,
Um, Gaya pa rin ang dati nating practice. Our tithes and offering is nandito sa ating right side. And thank you for all your prayers sa naging um, operation ni Ata Isel last Tuesday. Sabi nga ni Pastor Mike, ramdam na ramdam namin kung paano nyo kami pinag-pray. Diba? And Wednesday sila nakauwi. Thursday. Thursday rin sila nakauwi. Thank you for your prayer, guys. So, gaya ng ating kahagawian, kanang kamay sa ating dito. And confess it by faith. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. One more time. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Shall we close this time in prayer? May I ask everyone to please raise your hand. Father, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for the life of Paul na ginamit ko, Lord God, para ipakita sa amin, Panginoon, kung paano nga ba mabuhay ng matuwid, Father. And Lord, it is our prayer, Lord God, that may we continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness, Father God. For we believe that you will be the one to satisfy us, Father. And may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our mind in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We all say, Amen. Happy Sunday, everyone.